This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to 24-7 Sports for another reveal of the top 24-7 rankings, along with national analyst Cooper Patagna and Chris Singletary. I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to like and subscribe to the channel as well as like this video. We are going to run through the top 32 from back to the front, but also remember this is not the all the five stars in the top 32, uh, only half of them or so are five stars right now. This is just a starting point as we continue to assess the rankings and finalize everything in the month of January. Let's begin there at the end. You see Deuce Robinson, the number one tight end in the country, checking in at 29. Janelle Aguero, a safety, is set to reveal his commitment later this week. Uh, and, and Georgia right now is leading in the crystal ball. Charles Jugasaw, the number one uh, lineman right now, uh, committed to Notre Dame, uh, big time offensive tackle with a big jump there, 39 spots, 39 spots up to 25. Jaden Rashada checking in at 17. He's a recent Miami commit. And then you see the two-headed monster there, Brandon Innes and Carnell Tate, the two wide receivers from the state of Florida, headed up to Ohio State. You see Alex Birchmeyer as well, number number uh the, the interior offensive lineman from he's committed to Penn State, number 22 overall, Ruben Owens, the running back headed to Louisville. Francis Goa also announced his commitment recently on CBS Sports HQ. He is taking his talents out to South Beach, committed to the Miami Hurricane. Zachary Branch coming off a big week at the Future 50 event at IMG Academy, headed to USC. Took an official visit to Texas A&M at the end of June, but is going to continue to assess his options, but sounds like he's firmly committed to the USC Trojans. Nicholas Harbor, number nine right there, uh, a big time track athlete and one of the better athletes that we've come across in, in recent recruiting cycles. And there you have it, number one, Arch Manning, committed to Texas, holds off Dante Moore, who made a long and strong charge, up six spots to number two, recently committed to Oregon. And that's the battle right now for number one, Nicholas Yamaleava, number three, committed to Tennessee. Didn't get to see him at the Elite 11 Finals, but he's also up there in the mix for that conversation for the number one spot in the top 24-7 rankings. But that's the discussion. Arch Manning versus Dante Moore. We bring in our national analysts now, Cooper Patagna, Chris Singletary. And Cooper, let's begin with you. When we went through the, the discussion, when we had the debate, what made Arch Manning hold on to that number one spot? Well, it was like a boxing match of heavyweights. It was a split decision. Dante Moore made a late charge here. But with Arch Manning, you look at this guy, 740 
passing attempts. That's more than any other quarterback in the top 24-7. I know there's been a lot of outside noise about seeing him in live exposures like camps like the Elite 11. Well, there's 740 passing attempts over three seasons at Isidore Newman in New Orleans that say otherwise. So listen, we like this guy a lot. 25 and six as a starter, 65% completion rate. 81 touchdowns, 17 INTs, everything about him and the pedigree as well. That also always comes up in this conversation. But when you got two uncles between four Lombardi trophies between those guys and the uncle as well and Archie Manning, listen, this guy plays that way. I saw him in May in New Orleans. There's so much to like about his game. And I think he's still growing. You talk about the supporting cast that he's going to have at Texas. Some of these guys that he's going to be throwing the ball to, Jonte Cook, Brendan Thompson, Ajay Hall. And then you take that number one ranked offensive line class that they have from the 2022 cycle. Listen, to be successful at every level, you got to have playmakers, you got to have protection, and you got to have play callers. Steve Sarkeesian, one of the best in the country. I'd love to fit for Arch Manning at the University of Texas. I think he's only going to get better as we see him progress throughout his senior season. There was a battle. There was a lot of discussion. Chris Singletary, you were driving and you were the conductor of the Dante Moore train. Tell us about that discussion and why you feel so strongly that Dante Moore should be the number one player in this class. I'm thinking when you look at Dante Moore from Martin Luther King High School in Detroit, the thing that immediately stood out to me was from day one when he entered high school, he was a winner. He's a guy you're looking at that has gone 40 and three. He took his team as a freshman in high school uh, to a state runner up. Then he comes back as a sophomore. He leads him to the fourth round. And then he says, OK, I didn't figure it out as a, as a freshman and a sophomore. What am I going to do as a junior? I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it all. You're talking about a guy that's won the state title. He's thrown for over 7,000 yards. He's thrown for over 100 touchdowns. But the thing that I loved about him the most when I had an opportunity to see him live was his arm strength. I, I saw improved arm talent. I saw that he could change speeds on the ball. I saw that he was a guy that never got flustered in any situation whether it was on the seven on seven circuit, playing against some of the best teams in the country, he understood how to attack those defenses. So you know, you're talking about a guy from a mental aspect who understands how to dissect defenses and really make sure that he put his team in the best position. Then he goes to the elite 11 and he's one of the best players there. The thing that I like about Dante Moore and he's trending up is he's continuously able to check boxes, play at a high level. He plays with tremendous poise. And the other fact is, He's still developing from a physical standpoint. So now he's checking the bosses as a winner. He's checking the bosses from a statistical standpoint. Now he's checking the bosses of now really getting his body to where it needs to be. But you're talking about off platform, in the pocket, able to throw guys open, and then he protects the ball. He does not have a high interception rate. So I think when you look at this and you look going into the season, uh, coming up for him and Arch and anybody else that's in this conversation, you're going to see a competitive race. And I say it again, a competitive race to see who's going to finish number one. We saw Dante Moore at OT7 in Las Vegas, Chris. We also saw Dante Moore at the Elite 11 Finals. But Cooper, you got to see Arch Manning. You got to go out to his spring game and got to see him throw the ball around. And, and he looked very impressive. I remember reading your report following that event. And you mentioned that he was certainly living up to the hype why and and how would you say Arch Manning needs to showcase things? What do you need to see out of him this fall for him to hold on to that number one spot? Well, the level of competition, right? That's, that, that's the conversation that is centered around Arch Manning. And 
to me when I saw that in person, and I talked a little bit about the supporting cast, but it's a quarterback who's under duress. And listen, that's part of the game, but at Isidore Newman, I think for him and what he has in terms of surrounding talent, I just want to see him continue to elevate his surrounding talent. That's what you're asking for in the number one prospect in the country. But listen, this notion that Arch Manning is a three-star, Arch Jones, Mike Jones, I don't care. Give me Arch Manning any day of the week. I love this kid. And like I said, he's only going to continue to get better. He's one of the most pure passers in, in the high school game. So uh, for me, listen, all, 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 the, all the noise, all that type of stuff, just tune it out. All the eyes are going to be on Arch Manning. I think he's got to continue to kind of elevate his game, get back to where we saw him as a freshman. And uh, listen, when you're in the spotlight and your last name Manning is Manning, this just kind of comes with the territory. But uh, listen, Big expectations coming in this year. I just kind of want to see him carry that weight. Yeah, I think that's the only drawback, right, is that we didn't get to see Arch Manning in that national event setting where he's competing against the Dante Moores, the Malachi Nelsons, uh, the Jackson Arnolds of the world. And uh, I think that's the only knock right now. Chris, before we move and, and shift subjects, there are a few other quarterbacks right now in the mix for that number one spot. It wasn't just Dante Moore. We, we have Nicolas Amaliava there at number three. Malachi Nelson's in the top five. Jackson Arnold's making a, a jump up as well. Jaden Rashada, we saw him there in the middle of the top 32. Is this a, a two-headed race, or could we potentially see more quarterbacks make the, make the move up front? I think you could definitely see more quarterbacks make the move. Just like you talked about, you got Nico Amaleva, you got uh, Malachi Nelson, you got Jackson Arnold, who I had a chance to see at the Elite 11. And then uh, um, Cooper just had the opportunity to see him at the at Future 50. And then you got Jaden Rashada. So the beautiful thing about it is all these guys still have things that they're able to work on on their games, but they all play at a high clip. You know, with, with Nico Amaleva, it's reps, continuously able to play, to see him with the tremendous arm talent and the wild factor. Then you look at Rashada, he's a guy that's still developing. He needs reps as well. He hasn't played as much football as the other guys. And so as he plays and sees different things from a schematic standpoint, he's only be able to go and get reps and be able to, to have a mental picture as he plays and grows. Then you have Jackson Arnold, he's that Denton Geyer, you know, tremendous statistics. First year as a starter last year, uh, down at Denton Geyer, a guy who won the Elite 11, uh, physically is able to ready to step in for those guys down in Oklahoma with Brent Venables and Jeff Levy as the, as the uh, offensive coordinator. So you really like that. And then you got Malachi Nelson, you know, him and his school is now uh, at USC is now transitioning over to the Big Ten, had an opportunity to see him uh, three times as well. I love his arm talent. I love where he can go from a physical standpoint in terms of maturity and development. And now you just want to see the ultimate growth from all of these guys. Each one has a box to check. And I, again, you know, even with Dante Moore and, and, and you coupling these guys on arch, it's going to be a race to the finish in my opinion. A lot of program builders there at the top with the quarterbacks. It's a really good class of quarterbacks here in the 2023 group. And remember, check out the full top 24-7 over at 247sports.com. Remember to like and subscribe to the channel and like this video to help us out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, moving on from generational talents at the quarterback spot, let's move on to the defensive side of the ball. Cormani McLean Cooper, this is a player who continues to rise, a player that we continue to be really high on. You just got to see him at Future 50 in the number one rated corner in the country. What makes him so special? I feel bad taking this from Chris Singletary. This is Chris is one of favorite guys in the class, but he's six, he's six one plus 165 pounds, a long reactionary frame, and he's a very fluid athlete. But you talk about the ball produ- production for Cormani McLean, that certainly sticks out. 10 INTs last year. Before that, he had nine INTs. So 19 interceptions over the last two years. And this is the type of guy that you're looking for, a long boundary corner uh, with, with great uh, ball awareness in ball skills in production. And, and this weekend was no different uh, in, in terms of seeing him along with Desmond Ricks, a top 24-7 and uh, one of the top defensive backs in 2024. They both looked apart the uh, in, in terms of what we're talking about, defensive prospects. You know, Trey Scott told us before, before that in the last five years, we've only had three guys at the cornerback position ranked within the top five. So he's in good company there with Travis Hunter and Derek Stingley, who just got picked by the Houston Texans at number three. So I love the ball skills. I love the athletic makeup. And this is certainly a guy, once he gets in a weight room and a nutritional program, he's only only going to get better. Chris, we're not going to leave you out. I saw what what you saw uh, at the OT7 in Las Vegas. We were standing next to each other. You turned to me and you looked. You raised your eyebrows when you saw Komani McLean for the first time in person. What did you like about him in that setting? Obviously, this is a pass-happy event. This was a passing league tournament, but this is a player who shuts down his side of the field. The thing that was kind of unique for me seeing Komani in person was you do not realize how tall, and not only from a height standpoint, but his overall length. And so you're talking about a guy probably when he puts his wingspan out there, he's 6'6". And so now he's able to play on the corner. He can bend. He can flip his hips. He has great anticipation. I'm talking about you throw it over there and you just better get ready because it's going the other way. But then, like Cooper said, I love the physical standpoint that at 165 pounds and six, when you're talking about a young man that's going to end up being 195, 200 pounds. And, I, and I'm, I'm bad to say this. The last time I seen a guy that had this kind of anticipation in terms of making plays on the ball and, and being able to take it the other way and really uh, take away one side of the field, I was fortunate enough to play with him. And I do not say this lightly, and I don't say this often. This is the first time, but I kind of compare him a little bit to Charles Woodson. Yeah, a phenomenal playmaker, a big-time athlete. Florida right now leading in the crystal ball. Obviously, he's going to be one of those recruits that we're going to keep tabs on for the rest of the recruiting cycle as the big dogs are after five-star corner, Kormani McLean. Coop, switching over to you now, let's talk about two risers that you really liked, uh, Nicholas Harbor and Charles Jagasaw. What did you think of those two prospects and their ascension in the rankings? 
Well, I always talk about Nicholas Harbor like he escaped Area 51 from Las Vegas, and he's out there running around somewhere loose in the DMV, but 6'5", 225 pounds plus. And like I said, God doesn't make very many human beings like Nicholas Harbor. He's a sub-10, 300 meter, uh, which is just extremely rare, but a two-way player. There's gonna been, there has been a lot of conversation which side of the ball he will play at the next level. I think he's more leaning to the offense side of the ball and, and has drawn some comparisons to Kyle Pitts, who was a recent top five pick in the NFL draft but on the defensive side of the ball he had 17 sacks last season so we love to talk about the clay we love to talk about the athletic upside and he's got this tremendous track and field background but if he can become just 75 80 percent of what he's going to be at the next level this is going to be a guy that's going to factor in three to four years from now as a potential top NFL draft pick yeah you talk about him being an alien how about this Chris uh, we got a Martian out here on the West Coast uh, in, in Las Vegas. That, that would be Zachariah Branch. You got to see him at the Future 50. He's a phenomenal athlete, probably the only prospect in this class right now in that top 32 that could chase Nicholas Harbour down. What do you like about Zachariah Branch? All I can say is Zachariah Branch made me a believer. You know, most people say football is a big man's game, and it is. But at five foot, whatever he is, he is a big man. He's a playmaker. I don't care if you put him in the slot. I don't care if you put him in the return game. If you put him out wide, you better know where Zachariah Branch is. Tremendous athleticism. He understands how to not only use his speed to his advantage, but how to also set guys up. Tremendous vision in terms of finding the next cut to really get open and really hit the home run. And then you're talking about a guy from a stature standpoint that's big enough to break arm tackles. And so when you have excellent speed and also excellent quickness and you know how to utilize that, he is constantly setting people up and utilizing his blockers to really make sure that he's able to get the most out of the yardage that's on the field. He's a guy that leaves no yardage on the, on the field. He has tremendous catch ability and he's strong enough in another with bounce to be able to make 50-50 catches. So I think when you see Zachariah Branch and the things that I saw from him that was so impressive was his bounce, his competitive uh, uh, nature at the point of the attack with the ball. And then obviously, even in seven on seven, let's think about this. They're not even wearing flags, so they just got to touch you. Nobody could touch this guy in space. So you're talking about he's the guy you don't want to play hide and seek with. And I'm talking about Zachariah Branch is a difference maker. And I know Lincoln Riley and those guys in Los Angeles are going to be happy to see him. And there are going to be a lot of teams in the Big Ten that are sad to see. Oh, boy. Uh, you just start thinking about what Zachariah Branch is going to be able to do in the Lincoln-Riley offense. You get super excited. He's already one of the more dynamic players in the country, would be able to fill in, I think, right away in, in that offense. You also like Hakeem Williams as a riser. Tell us about him and, and what makes him special. The thing you like about Hakeem Williams, he's sitting there about six foot three, 210 pounds. He also has multi-sport ability, being a really good basketball player, a guy that's able to go on the court and have a double-double and help lead his team to a state title. But you still to see a developing athlete. You're talking about length and twitch. Most times when you have a guy his size, they're normally falling to that box of where they consider long striders. He's not. He's a guy that has twitch, burst, and he can go the distance. The thing that's going to be huge for him, and that's uh, up to is 
he's had so much growth because he's still raw from a standpoint of really understanding how to get off different coverages, understanding different routes and how to run them in a precise manner. But you can't teach his athleticism. You can't teach his coachability. You can't teach his football IQ. So as he continues to play, he's really able to not hone it in. And depending on where he chooses to go to school, and they can really develop him in a route recognition standpoint, a cover recognition standpoint. You're looking at a tremendous prospect. And that's one of the reasons that he was a guy that rose for us because you see the ultimate growth. It's not about now. It's about the long game with Hakeem Williams. And the long game is pretty impressive. Remember, this is not all of the 32 five stars so far in the class. Uh, this is just the initial rankings heading into uh, a few more series of rankings heading into that final 32 in the month of January for this 2023 class. And we have a few classes that we really like early on right now. Coop, let's start with you. Who do you like right now in the 2023 class? Which team is impressing you? Well, I love Oklahoma and Brent Venables. You look at the job that they've done, starting with newly minted Jackson Arnold, the fifth star that he just got. And this was a guy at Elite 11 that Chris was out there. Steve Wolfong, our director of recruiting, was out there that they raved about. I got the opportunity to see him this weekend and, and certainly a guy who's very physically gifted. But you look at the guy right under him, Jaquez Petaway, a speedster who's going to fit right in Jeff Levy's offense at Oklahoma in and Norman. And Caden Green, one of my favorite prospects in the class, he did it all this weekend at future 50. You can play him pretty much anywhere on the offensive line, but he's got excellent feet to go with outstanding athleticism. He's going to be a player. Now remember this name, PJ Adibeware. This guy is a absolute freak. Seven foot wingspan. Another guy that really tested well in a lot of other areas. He's just starting to figure the game out. So a guy that we have as a huge riser for us and in the top 50 and the top 247. But Lewis Carter also had a great weekend down in Bradenton. So you look at Oklahoma, some of the guys that they have at the top of their class and how they stack up. They've done a great job and they're kind of on the move here. This is definitely a team to watch out. Brent Benables getting it done there in Norman in his new stomping grounds, obviously leaving Clemson without a defensive coordinator. They also lost their offensive coordinator. But Chris, you like what the Tigers have been doing in the ACC. I really like what uh, uh, Dabble Sweeney and his staff have done. You know, they had a, a, a kind of a rough year. They ended up finishing actually better than most people thought when you actually look at their record. But coming into the offseason, they've kind of hit it. I really like what they've done on the defensive line, getting Peter uh, Woods and Big Burley. You go down to, to, to Georgia and to the state of Alabama, you get two of the better defensive linemen in the country. These guys are able to come in from a scheme uh, perspective and they fit. You're talking about Vic Burley, a guy that can play either on the four eye, the five technique, and might be in, in, in some sub patches, either will be able to line up in the interior. And then Peter Woods is just a true the disruptive force, a guy that they stole from Alabama and Auburn. And now you have two guys that are your linchpins in terms of the defensive line. I love what they got in Chris Vazina, a developing quarterback, a guy that has a ton of upside, a lot of untapped potential. Had a chance to see him at the Elite 11. Physically, when I say he looks the part, he definitely looks the part, but he also has arm talent. It's just a matter of him being able to understand when it's time to change speeds on the ball, continue to work on his touch and accuracy, but he has tons of reps and tons of upside to really continue to develop. And I'm excited to get an opportunity to see him, and I know Cooper had a chance to watch him live. And then you look at the guys in the trenches. You got Harrison Sue and, and, and Zachariah Owens. And so now you got some big uglies that you're going to now be able to run the ball, protect the quarterback. And I really like what, what Dabble did. You know, they didn't go into the transfer portal. And as they say, when he's able to get talent in Clemson, him and his staff can close them out. And that's what they've done in this class so far. 
Yeah, Oklahoma, Clemson doing some good things. How about Miami? I That's the class that I really like right now. And that's more of a, of a stock up thing for me. I, if I'm buying stock, we talk about the Oyster Boys, uh, Cooper. I do like what Miami can offer you later on in this recruiting cycle. You think about what Mario Cristobal can do as a closer. No one is recruiting as hard as Mario. Francis Mauigoa there leading the charge. They just recently picked up Jaden Wayne, the big time edge rusher from the Pacific Northwest who will be playing his senior season down in the state of Florida. Jaden Rashada, big time quarterback, didn't have the best week at the Elite 11 Finals, but really like his potential and his upside. Riley Williams, big time tight end, also gonna play his senior season in the state of Florida, also from the Pacific Northwest, one of the better pass catching uh, tight ends in this class. And, and, and I really like what we saw out of Emory Williams. A lot of the talk goes to Jaden Rashada at quarterback, but I thought Emory Williams really hung tough there the final week of, of the Elite 11 Finals heading into his summer break. Now let's recap some of the new five stars in the top 24-7, the top 32 featuring several new risers and, and several players that have now gotten that label. Dante Moore, Caden Proctor, big-time offensive tackle, uh, Keon Keeley, the edge rusher, Mateo Uyangalele, uh, there from the state of California, Nicholas Harbor, who we talked about being a, an alien earlier on, uh, the Martian, Zachariah Branch. I don't know if they're going to stick, Chris. Uh, the alien and the Martian, I think I like it right there. Francis Mauigoa, originally from American Samoa, uh, played his freshman season in the state of California, now at IMG Academy in Florida, Miami commit. David Hicks, Caleb Downs, Jurion Dickey, who we absolutely love, one of the better players out west. Uh, made a huge jump up more than 40 spots and Jackson Arnold rounding out the five stars there in the new top 32 rankings as part of the new top 24 uh, seven. We, we've got obviously a lot to discuss. We're going to do so on the 24 seven sports football recruiting podcast. A lot of good content items over at 24 seven sports.com. We've also got the newest YouTube programs preps to pros featuring our own Cooper Patagna and national recruiting analyst, Andrew Ivins. That is airing every Monday and Wednesday at three Eastern. And you can catch all the content, like I said, over at 247sports.com. And on this YouTube channel, remember to like and subscribe. For Cooper Patagna and Chris Singletary, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in to this reveal of the new Top 24-7 over at 247sports.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.